Hi guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And this is going to be unsettling. Deeply. better than ever so how you been good <laughs> good fine oh good anything exciting going on not really no no i have an update well not really an update it's basically an update to tell you eventually i'm gonna update you <laughs> good <laughs> um so remember david scott elmquist mm-hmm. um if you guys don't remember uh it was the man that allegedly committed suicide by setting himself on fire after telling his wife he wanted a divorce. And although the police had access to the apartment, they didn't enter and help David because his wife had said that David had a knife and he was trying to hurt her. Mm-hmm. So David later succumbed to his injuries in the hospital after he crawled out of the burning apartment himself. Um, his family had been working tirelessly to get his case reevaluated, but there's so many pieces to this puzzle that just they just don't fit. So they've recently released the 911 calls um, case documents and started at GoFundMe as well to help with the expense of just trying to get his name cleared and get their son uh, the justice he deserves. So I'm going to dive further into that in another episode, but I just want to let you guys know to be out on the look, the be on the lookout, not be out on the look, <laughs> uh, be on the lookout for that. I'll also tag it in this episode. So mm-hmm. you can start to look at it before I get a chance to really dive into it because the stuff that I did see is is very intense. Like, there's a lot more case um, crime scene photos and stuff, and it's it's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for updating us about that. <laughs> thanks for the update on the update. Thanks for the update on the update. So, I have something to say, actually. Do you? Yeah. There's been a lot of missing, a lot of tortoises going loose in my area recently. Oh, yes. So, has it been found? The So, I saw a post... Um, on our town Facebook page that the tortoise was missing. And I was like, I wonder where it's missing from. And it was right down the road from me. <laughs> so I was like, I just I just felt compelled. I was like, I have to look for it. I have to. They were like, on the post, it was like, maybe we'll set up a search party at our house to look for it for a anybody Franklin who's interested. But I just did my own search party with my friend Casey. She's the only one that wanted to come with me. I wanted to come. I was just at work. Oh, yeah. She's the only one who wanted to and was available to come. Um, we didn't find it, but I got <laughs> I got to explore some new lands. I don't know why that just so- it's sad. We didn't find it. <coughs> we did it. Oh God. But it was found by someone else. Oh, Not what? Us. Well, I, I think <laughs> I was reading a lot about it. And they kind of like to burrow. Sometimes they seem lost, but they're not. Like I I feel like it probably just popped up close by. So it was. It maybe wasn't as lost as they thought. Maybe not. I don't have the full story. But then I saw another one went missing in a nearby town. (gasps) Really? Yesterday. (laughs) What's 
going on? I was like, what? It was two. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why? What? They're not even like native to this area. And they're like two foot big. They're yeah, like, they're like three feet wide. So big sometimes. It's like, but a, like a tire. I don't know. I guess they're tricky. I'm, oh, that's so much. That's so much for me to take in right off the bat. Yeah. Oh, um, this is unrelated to, I promise. I'll get to what I'm going to talk about in a minute. But um, so <laughs> I uh, legitimately spit my drink in my husband's face the other day in public. <laughs> and like me and Eric have been friends since high school. So like, but it, have you ever actually done that to someone? Mm, actually, yeah. Really? In a terrible way. <laughs> so we're at, so we're at a kid's birthday party. And we had been at the beach all morning. We left the beach, went right to the birthday party. So he's been in the ocean and had his hat on. And he needs a haircut anyway. He got a haircut at the wrong place right before a shotgun wedding we went to. And he's still like trying to grow it out. I tried to fix it. It's better than it was, but it's not great. So I'm taking a sip of my drink and he should have known better. But I take a sip and he pulls his hat off and goes, how's my hair look? (laughs) And I just spewed Diet Coke all over this man in public. And people were like looking at us like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I've never done that before. (laughs) So now I I spit on my husband at at a birthday party. Yeah, I did that by accident to someone. Yeah. When um I was working at this restaurant in Hawaii. <laughs> and we were so, I was like new there too. I think it was like my third shift or something. And we were like all like polishing silverware or something together, doing the cups, and like somebody said something funny. And I just like spit like all over him. And I was like, I don't know how to explain this. Like I I don't have any explanation. How do you come back from that? And he was like disturbed he like didn't love it at all (laughs) like nobody thought it was funny oh the other thing and i don't know if we want to do this now but we can do it in the next one i guess we could just do it now because i started saying it yeah i realized in uh, in a while we haven't really explained how we know each other we have a lot of new people that listen so uh real quick and dirty because this is gonna get out of hand i can tell already and neither (laughs) of us are high so i'm not really sure what's going on today speak for yourself oh i'm sorry Um. Well, you 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 look well maintained compared to the last time I saw you. You weren't even on this fucking planet. Um. So Aaron is my cousin. Um. And I. So growing up, Aaron has a sister. She passed away eight years ago. But growing up, I was always with her sister, who's my age. And Aaron was with Abby, who's normally here, but she's out at the tiki bar. I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about that. Um. So it's it was always like the four of us growing up. But, um, yeah, now it's just me and you. We're really close, and we both like creepy things, so that's how we ended up here. But so we ended up in this basement. That's how we ended up in the basement with all of these weird stories that actually one of them we're going to talk about today. And sometimes we're high. Sometimes, sometimes. But we make it happen. I made it happen. You, and you pulled it together really well. I'm just saying, like, oh, that was a loud one. Um, it was troubling. It, it, I was concerned for your mental <laughs> Imagine how much of my life I live in that state. <laughs> and and I've seen you like worse, but I just wasn't prepared for that. Like balls to the wall on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. All right. So the case I'm doing today was actually sent to us by a listener, which is super cool. Um, mm. Also, you officially have a voice on our Instagram. Oh. 
I don't know. <laughs> I haven't used it yet. I, I was just going to say, I don't know that you actually did anything with it, but um, you have a voice and yeah. your silence no longer. So, like I said, this case was sent to us, which was interesting. Um, it centers around a really short video clip. And the video was of a woman who was nicknamed the zombie woman of Seattle. <laughs> and this surface, like, I don't know. I remember seeing it when Sophia was really small. So we're talking maybe like four or five years ago. And uh, it went viral. And I'm a cynical person. So when I saw this, I assumed that this woman was just struggling with like some terrible addiction or mental health crisis, uh, given her appearance. And I was absolutely wrong. So we live in New Jersey and I'm not sure it's more unique in having areas of the state where there's just like a higher prevalence of drug use. Mm -hmm. Like every, I think every state has that place. That's like, you know, if you go there, people are usually having a more rough time. Yeah. So I live near Philly. Uh, we've always kind of grown up seeing people struggling with addiction and in different states of influence. So when this video surfaced, I, imme I immediately assumed that was going on because I had seen similar situations in other people in real life. Not to this extent, but I I've seen things that looked similar to this. I will add the video to our story so you guys can see it. And also... I don't know if I can pull it up while I talk for a minute because I want you to see it while I describe it because I feel like that will help um, explain what the hell I'm talking about because I'll explain it, but also for you to see it firsthand, I think would be beneficial. So if you want to just click on that. So um, there's a few different viewpoints of this video that's available online, but most common, the most common video that you find starts like kind of overhead like a bird's eye shot and then it follows this woman down the streets of seattle yeah to find out the details mm. of the story yeah makes this video sinister and heartbreaking but i will deliver the information the same way i received it the same way you just received it and ex and explain the video first and then explain what's going on after this is scaring me right yeah, so uh, what Erin's watching is it's broad daylight in Seattle. You see a woman who is fully clothed, except she's missing a shoe. Yeah. Dragging one of her feet, and she's walking down the street in between cars until she reaches a sidewalk. Um, the cops are maintaining a distance around her while they're trying to, like, assess the situation because clearly she needs help, but they don't want to, like, run up to her because she might run away kind of thing. As she's walking, you can kind of see she's really in bad shape. Her face is swollen and bloody. She's carrying a bag of something. Yeah. That also seems to be drenched in blood. Like I said, she's missing a shoe, but I think the most unsettling part of her appearance is she seems to have either shaved her head, parts of it, or her scalp. Something's not right with her head. And uh, she still has some hair in patches that's long and dark brown, but that hair as well is bloody. Yeah. So... Her clothes are bloody and she's moaning as she walks. You probably don't have the sound up, but she's moaning and she's eventually apprehended by the police and taken to the hospital. Yeah, she looks like she's having a bad, a bad real time. Right? And it kind of looks like, so this horribly, when I first saw it, made me think of, do you remember when we went to Annapolis yeah. in the conversion van mm -hmm. with Becky and Katie, Lindsay, me, you? We were in Baltimore. Was it Baltimore or Annapolis? Yeah, not Annapolis. Okay, so Baltimore. I couldn't remember. I remember it was an aquarium, so that makes sense. And we went in this conversion van, and it was me, my mom, Aaron's mom, and then all of us. And because there were so many of us, we kind of, like, learned to walk as, like, a unit of children. So 
I remember distinctly, and you were littler, right? Because yeah. I was probably like 10, so you were maybe like six. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember distinctly on the way there, our mom saying, like, everybody can get one souvenir. And there was like different souvenir shops and malls and stuff that we walked through. And like, I'm a very impulsive person. So the first thing I thought I needed, I bought. But like, you are a very calculated person. Becky was a very calculated <laughs> person. So you didn't want to waste your souvenir on something that didn't mean anything. Oh, I got a good one. So we go through this whole thing. Everybody gets their souvenir except for Becky. And now we're walking toward the parking garage. And again, we're little, like I'm 10 years old. So Becky's 10 years old. And we're walking across the street. I turn around because Becky was behind me. I want to make sure she's still there. And she stopped. So everybody else stopped. Come to find out Becky is talking to a homeless person, which at 10 years old, we didn't know that's what that was. I don't know if you remember this. but I do. <laughs> I so, do somehow. <laughs> it's ingrained in our memory. So Becky is talking to this homeless person. Again, Becky did not find her souvenir of choice yet. And we were not opposed to helping like a street vendor. Like we will go and buy things off the street if yeah. they're legitimate things for sale. So Becky's talking to this street vendor slash homeless person and says to your mom, can I have my $5? I know what I want to buy now. And your mom's like, yeah, sure, please. Let's just get this done because we weren't going to be able to leave until she found something. So she gives her $5. Becky turns around, hands it to this homeless man. And then Becky goes to pick up her souvenir. And we didn't really know what she was buying at this point, but we didn't care. Come to find out, Becky had just thought that she purchased a $5 bag of township sand that was holding down a street <laughs> sign from a homeless man that it didn't belong to in the first place. And I she's, forgot that part. She's 10, and one of the concessions was, you have to carry this back to the van. Yes. Like, we're not, they weren't going to carry our things for us, so Becky just gave her $5 to a homeless man for a bag of sand that she didn't end up taking. Um, but I think we stopped at a like a rest area and got her a better one <laughs> a better bag of sand <laughs> but that popped into my head when i was thinking about this because when you look at that woman like she she's clearly going through something yes and it looks like maybe she was under the influence or something come to find out when she was taken to the hospital she wasn't under the influence but going through shock her name is marilyn stanley and she arrived at the hospital missing an ear and 80 percent of her scalp Ugh! We're not talking about just her hair. We are talking about her scalp. So I'm a licensed non-practicing cosmetologist in the state of New Jersey. So let me school you a little bit because I know the scalp. I went to school for this. Let me let me get on my high horse here. (laughs) Your scalp has like three main parts, right? So there's the skin that you see between your hair follicles. Mm -hmm. That's called the epidermis. Underneath that is the dermis. That's where your little uh nerve endings your follicles and your sweat glands they all live in the dermis this is your whole body though not just yeah. your scalp right yeah. okay yeah so your epidermis has it's just like what sees the sun the dermis holds your hair follicles your sweat glands all that in place and all of that is supported by a subcutaneous layer mm-hmm. and that subcutaneous layer is like fat and larger blood vessels um you know it's not as solid as a dermis but that's the the breakdown of the scalp, and it will be important in a second. This grosses me out. Yeah. So the dermis is where the nerves live, the hair follicles, all that. So back to Marilyn. She arrived at the hospital with 80% of her subcutaneous layer exposed, <clears throat> meaning that the skin and the layer underneath her scalp had been removed. And this injury would not be the product of pulling hair or friction in any way. Your hair 
under that much pressure would break off or you would rip the hair out of its follicle. Mm-hmm. It, your hair isn't strong enough to hold on like that. Um, before it gets to that point, it's, it's going to break. So that means that this was done with the intention and most likely not done by Marilyn herself because of the way that it was done. Mm-hmm. So Marilyn recovered in the hospital and when she was well enough and able to tell her story, Marilyn said that she was in a relationship with a man named Zachary Gross, but was looking to end it. Zachary had a violent past and Marilyn wanted to leave. So she had a conversation with Zachary and told him that she was leaving. Marilyn didn't expect him to take it well, but she could have never guessed the torture that she was about to endure because of this conversation. Do you know if he had abused her before? Yes. Okay. I was and that was say like, this is a huge jump. If, yeah. You know. And that was one of her reasons for leaving. Like it just. Yeah. Yeah. So after she said she wanted to leave, Zachary began pummeling Marilyn, beating her and throwing her around the apartment that they lived in. Zachary was telling Marilyn that she was ugly and no one would ever want to love her as he brutally beat her. This went on for over an hour. So finally, Zachary seemed to stop and Marilyn thought that the torture was finally over. But Zachary had only stopped to get a knife from the kitchen. Fuck. So when he returned, Marilyn assumed he was just going to kill her. Like, this is the end. This is it. It's over. But Zachary wanted to ensure that Marilyn was unlovable and would never be able to leave him, not kill her. Oh, my God. So Zachary began sawing Marilyn's scalp off Ugh. with a kitchen knife. Marilyn went in and out of consciousness, obviously, and even woke up to Zachary standing over her with a plastic bag. Zachary then helped Marilyn up and got her to the bathroom and told her to look in the mirror. And what Marilyn saw, she'll never be able to forget. Zachary had cut off Marilyn's scalp, leaving only small chunks where her still attached brown hair would hang from. Marilyn said Zachary came from behind her and said, see, now no one will ever love you but me. What a fucking psycho. And then began to beat her again with a heavy plastic bag. So Marilyn fell to the ground. Wait, how do you beat somebody with a plastic bag? There was something in the bag. She didn't know what it was, but like, got it. uh, what's it like? uh, Batteries in a sock? Coins in a sock. Something like that. Like there was something in the bag. Yes. So I get it. Marilyn fell to the ground and Zachary started moving again. And she heard the distinct metal click, like a dog crate being opened. Mm. Marilyn and Zachary had a dog that was usually in a crate. Within seconds, Zachary was on top of Marilyn again, holding her down while their dog mauled her and bit her ear off. Oh, my God. So he held her there while this dog did this to her. Mm. Yeah. So Marilyn again lost consciousness and woke up in a car, disoriented, weak from the torture. And Zachary had decided to drop Marilyn off, but not at the hospital. He left her on her mother's street and handed her a plastic bag covered in blood. As Zachary drove away, Marilyn began walking for help. She didn't know where she was. She couldn't see well because her eyes were swollen and filled with blood. She was carrying a bag that Zachary gave her, but she didn't know what was inside. She was just so disoriented. She was just trying to, yeah, like, just just get somewhere. So this takes us back to where the video began. That zombie walking down the street was actually Marilyn Stanley, who just survived an unimaginably brutal attack and was losing blood and consciousness. Um, when Marilyn made it to the hospital, they took the bag that she was holding and upon closer inspection, the, the hospital realized that Marilyn had been walking the streets of Seattle with a bag that contained her scalp. 
That's what I figured. I knew we were going there. Zachary bagged it up after he cut it off and gave it to her. What a f- Whoa. And it, it, it's... It, how did you just let her go? To, like, you know what I'm... Like, yeah. how did... Like, how did you see this you, ending? You, yeah. You can't do that to someone. Like, what was your long-term plan? Yeah. You would think he would have killed her. I mean, I'm happy he did it. Yeah, yeah, no, but like... But I'm like... If you're going to go through all that and then you don't think you're going to like it. Oh, what? no. He so you'll see pretty quickly what type of person he is. Mm. So Marilyn was able to recover, but left with obviously permanent scarring. Uh, the doctors performed a skin graft to cover Marilyn's skull, okay. but were not able to save her scalp, even though they had it in the bag. It had been too long and too damaged. Yeah. And so she can't get hair either now. So she only grows hair from these two chunks Ugh. on the side of her head. The rest of her scalp is bald and scarred. Her ear was also not able to be saved, so she's just left with scars there. So what do you think the appropriate punishment for this type of torture would be? Oh, my God. Take a guess. We know how wrong the justice justice system is. I mean, it's going to be wrong, but (laughs) I feel like you get like 25 to life for that. So Zachary was put on trial. Oh, he's put on trial? Mm Mm-hmm. And told the judge... Verbatim. Save the lecture. Just give me the 20 years. So Zachary is serving 20 years plus an additional 34 days because he flipped off the court. 20 years is all he got Mm -hmm. for ruining that woman's life and making her seem like a drug addict walking the streets of Seattle. Yeah. Because you know before they got to the point of hearing that story, they probably didn't treat her kindly. Yeah. Because she probably looks scary as hell. Why is he even allowed to be like, tell them to do that? Yeah, right. Like, I mean, there's got to be, there's a lot more to that, I'm sure. Yeah, they're totally, you know. But but it's just like, you're a certain kind of person to be like, you know what? Don't even give me the lecture. Just give me the 20 years. Let's just get this done with. Yeah, like, what? Just a piece of shit. Oh my God. His last name is Gross. So it makes sense. But (laughs) he's gross. He's big gross. So fucking gross. That's terrible. But yeah, so I will make sure to post the video as well, but it is very disturbing. So I'll put it at the end of the post and only look at it if you really want to. Maybe I'll put it in stories. I don't even know how to do it. But um, it's not terrible. Like, I hate everything like that. And yeah. I could watch it and not yeah. be grossed out. It's just like unsettling. Like, it yes, almost it looks like it's from a movie. Yeah. That's how, like, bad and stereotypically zombie-like she looks. There was... um. So when I was doing my research, I found one account of people trying to, and I mean, I don't really know what they would gain out of this, but they were trying to say that that wasn't her in the video. I don't really know how else that could, how that could be someone else, but they're saying the timeline didn't work out perfectly from when the video was posted versus when she was in the hospital. Um, But that, I mean, yeah, these are her firsthand experiences. I feel like you have to be a certain kind of person to make this stuff up especially yeah. when you're sitting there and clearly your whole head is scalped. yeah like uh, come on yeah so but i did want to put it out there that not everyone believes that that video was her but when you google the zombie woman of seattle you'll find marilyn stanley and her story and zachary gross just being gross, gross. big gross mm. so yeah that's a good one <sighs> I'm yes. happy she's all right. Yeah, she's all right. She's doing well. Good. But I hope she is. It's a real bummer. 
Yeah. When you try to get out of something like that and that's how it ends. You know, it's always a dangerous, the most dangerous time for domestic abuse is obviously when you're at that point where you're leaving someone. Mm-hmm. So everybody out there, just be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, just pick up and go. Yeah. Don't tell just them. Disappear. Don't feel bad. Just go. Mm-hmm. Just go. Just go. Yeah. But don't tell them. No. Just disappear. <clears throat> All right, well, thank you for that. You're welcome. I hope you're unsettled. I am. Um, and then after this, so we kind of went out of order, but after this, there'll be a double header. Uh, we're going to record Aaron's story, and it's uh, it's going to be a two-parter, our first two-parter. So let us know how you feel about that one. Yeah. So it'll be mine and then hers, and then we'll go. After that, we'll probably get back on some sort of normal rotation, but it really doesn't matter because it's yeah. not like it, it doesn't matter. Oh, gravy, baby. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, that's all I got. Thank we'll you. talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.